Pastor Michelle Donatien coming to you from Michelle Donatien Ministries. And I want to encourage you with a fresh word from the Lord today. To Jesus be all the praise. Well, hello, 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 and welcome. God bless you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatien, and I am here today with the Tuesday, November 17th, 2020 podcast. I'm so excited that you are joining me here with Michelle Donatien Ministries. I'm really looking forward to today because the Lord has given me a powerful word to share with you about moving forward. I know that many of you are going to be chomping at the bit to hear what it is that I have to say because you have been listening to the Lord. You've heard him telling you and you've stopped. Many of you have stopped and said, what do I do next? I'm not quite sure. I don't know how to go forward, Lord. Stay tuned as I share how. Well, here we are, my friends. I'm really excited to be here with you. And as I said, we're going to be talking about moving forward. I want to give you some practical tips and what God says about it. There's so much more in scripture that I challenge you to study out on your own. But I'm going to share a few things that have helped me along the way that the Lord God spoke to my spirit to share with you. So before we do anything else, let's open up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. I ask you to touch each one listening at the sound of my voice in a special way. Touch them afresh and anew. Touch their hearts that they'll receive what you have to say today, Lord God. Holy Spirit, I ask you to take over. I give you this time. This whole thing is yours. And give me the right words to say in Jesus' name that your people will receive it. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we give you praise. And all God's people said, amen. Men, Hallelujah. Well, moving forward, this is a big question. You know, there are many people who have, you know, they want to move forward and they've got a lot that they hear the Lord telling them. And then there are some who don't know what the Lord is saying. But for those of you today who know what you hear the Lord saying, but you're not quite sure what to do and how to move forward, or for those of you that have been stuck because you were afraid to move forward, listen, there's a little bit of everybody that I'm going to address here today. Those of you who maybe didn't know what to do, but you know you can't just sit there. You know God has called you to something, but you can't figure out what it is. Well, I have some things to share with you here today, some wisdom, godly wisdom. The very first thing I want to share with you, and and I'm going to ask you this question is, did God say it? That is probably, that is the most important question. Not probably, the most important question. And let me explain why. The first thing is, listen, we all have our natural inclinations, okay? We all want to move in things that seem good and look good and feel comfortable. But does that mean it's okay? Does that mean it would honor the Lord? Is that what he's called you to? It may or may not be. When I was young, before I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior, I used to go to the Catholic Church. I grew up in the Catholic Church. Now, you may or may not agree with me. That's okay. We're going to stick with the Bible. But the Bible tells us that 
We only pray to the to Jesus. We only pray to God. In the Catholic Church, they pray to Mary and they pray to all the other saints, the disciples, but they call them saints. Saint Peter, Saint John, Saint Paul. Well, we know this is called idolatry, and that makes it a cult. I'm sorry if you don't agree, but you just study out scripture for yourself. With all that said, I didn't know that it was wrong. I just knew that's what I grew up with. And then the Lord began to show me because I was living a wicked life like anybody would if they don't have Jesus, right? I mean, we've all been there. So the Lord began to pull me, draw me. And I started saying, well, I want to go to churches. I didn't know why I wanted to go to church because I never grew up in a Christian home. I didn't even understand what it meant to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. All I knew is I felt drawn to churches. I felt like the answer was going to be in those churches. So I just started picking churches and just going. You know, I've never been a shy person. So I just said, well, I'm going to go. So I went to went back to the Catholic church because I said, well, this is what I've always done. I went back to the one I used to go to. No, didn't feel right. I said, okay. So I'll go to this Catholic church because that's all I knew. And I remember, I don't think I'll ever forget it. I walked into that church. It felt very comfortable. It felt very normal. And it felt dead. See, it was a familiar spirit. Everything about it was familiar. I grew up doing these things, all traditions, but no Jesus. No real Jesus Christ. So I left and I praise God because that was not my wisdom. That was the Holy Spirit drawing me. So I eventually I went to other churches, Christian churches, and the Lord God saved my soul. Praise be to God. That's not what I'm here to share with you, my testimony. I'm here to share with you that just because it feels right in the flesh doesn't mean it's what God said. Okay. There are going to be things that God says that are very difficult to do. But if we will just give it over to the Lord God, he'll do it actually. He's going to be the one to do it. Praise be to God. So the question is, did God say it? And if you know without a shadow of a doubt that he said it, then go for it. Don't sit back saying, well, how do I do it? I can't do anything until I know how to do it. No, 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 no. If God told you to do it, that means he's ready for you to begin moving forward. Now, if you don't know what God is telling you to do, it's time for you to ask him, Lord God, what have you called me to do? What do you want me to do in this time of my life? And he'll tell you, trust and believe it. He will tell you. Now, the next question is, and here we go. What are you waiting for? (laughs) What are you waiting for? I'm going to skip that for a second because I want to share with you one other thing before you go to the, what are you waiting for stage? Ask him for wisdom. Ask him for wisdom. James 1. Let's just turn there for a moment here. The book of James chapter 1. This is what it says. Let me just get there myself as well. Hallelujah. All right. So James chapter 1 verse 5. This is what it says. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, this verse six, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if you are now at the stage where you're saying, well, I don't know what to do. 
ask him for wisdom, but ask him with faith, knowing he's going to give you wisdom. He's going to answer you. And you may not get exactly what you want to hear, but you're going to get what you need. You see, God is faithful. If he answered every prayer the way we asked him, we would be in some serious trouble. There had been prayers that I had asked for way back in the day when I was very immature in my walk that I'm so glad he did not answer them the way that I wanted him to answer them in those days. I would be in some serious trouble here. And I think we've all been there. I know we have been there. But we use wisdom. We ask God, God, what do you say? How do I do this? Follow what scripture says. Do what scripture says. Ask him for wisdom. Now here we're on this one. Okay. Do not waver. Remember, he said a double-minded man is unstable in how many ways? All of his ways. That's pretty serious. And that's a warning for you and for me. If you don't have faith and you don't believe what God is saying, you might as well not even pray. Yeah, that's what I said. Because it says it in scripture. But let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. He's saying, don't think you're going to get anything from the Lord if you're wavering. If you don't believe, what are you praying for? You're just putting out words into the atmosphere, but you have no faith behind it. And we need faith. That's what pleases God, our faith. Without faith, we cannot please God. That's scripture, my friends. So pray, ask him for wisdom. Now he's going to give you wisdom. Be ready and expect that wisdom. Now the question is, what are you waiting for? Move on it. Whatever he tells you to do, even if you say, well, this doesn't seem right. Are you the God of the universe or is he? Hallelujah. He's the God of the universe. He is the God of the universe and he's going to tell you exactly how to do it what to do, when to do it. I'm telling you, there have been things that God has told me and I've said, well, that just doesn't. No, 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 I'm going to move forward because he is God. He's God. And there have been times woo, when we all can say, wow, is this what, this is what God is saying. Okay. And then you look at the outcome and you praise God because he's wonderful. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He knows everything. He knows your beginning from the end. He created you, my friends, before you were even in your womb, he knew you. In your mother's womb, excuse me. Before you were even in your mother's womb, he knew you. So don't be afraid. Stop fretting over what to do next and ask God and then do it and then pray about it. Oh, yes. Pray about it. In the book of Philippians chapter four, verses six through eight, this is one of my favorite scriptures because it's just, I just hold on to this scripture because it is so money. It's so much. It's so much. This is what we're supposed to do. Our life is supposed to be a life of prayer. And there's so much more to talk about there, but I'm not going to share as much. I'm not going to share all that now. And there's even so much more to learn. I mean, I'm learning every day about what God is saying in his word. Woo! I was reading in the book of Jeremiah today and oh, I was just amazed at what God has been, what God said to his people. You know, he said to Jeremiah, when the people continually turned away from him, he told Jeremiah, don't pray for them. Whoa, I was shocked. He said it twice. I'm not all the way through it yet. But where I've gotten to, he said it twice. Don't pray for them. 
don't intercede on their be on their behalf because I'm not going to listen. I will not hear you, he said. <gasps> Whoa. Those people had hardened their hearts. They were sick-necked people. They were even more stiff-necked than their fathers, God said. Wow. I recommend that you read the book of Jeremiah. I recommend that you start from the beginning of the Bible, Genesis, and read all the way through to Re Revelations. Not just once. Not just one in one year. Read it through, then begin again. Read it through. This is something that the Lord calls us to do our whole life because the word of God is living. And is living, that means that it will give you more and more revelation the more you read it. So start from the beginning, read all the way from the beginning to the end and continue doing that for the rest of your life. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing and I've gotten such revelation. The Lord has changed my heart so much and he'll do the same for you because he loves us. Glory be to God. God is no respecter of persons. I pray that for you today, that the Lord God will move in your heart to begin reading from the beginning all the way to the end because that's how he wrote it. That's how he moved through men and women of God by his Holy Spirit and that's how he wrote the Bible from Genesis all the way to Revelations. Skipping around is not going to give you the revelation that you'll get when you read it from front to back. I heard my pastor say that and I thought, well, I mean, you know, he's a wise man of God, but maybe he's wrong in this place. I thought that. No, no, I was wrong. As I began to read through that scripture, I was amazed. The scriptures I had read before, jumping around, I had read the entire book of this one and that book and that book, but when I read it from front to end, from Genesis moving all the way forward, there was a different revelation that I got. And I suggest you do the same because God is faithful. He'll reveal himself to you. So in the book of Philippians chapter four, verses six through eight, it says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, hallelujah, let your requests be made known unto God, knowing he's going to do it. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When you know that God is going to answer your prayer, you're praying over what he's called you to do, and you're asking him to help you do it. You're asking him to carry it out. You're asking him to bring everything together that needs to be brought. You're asking him to show you what you need to even pray, my friends. The Holy Spirit will show you what to pray. And you will pray over those plans as well because God will give it to you, but he expects you to pray about it, to pray it through. If you never pray it through, it will never come to fruition. Let me repeat that. If you never pray it through and over those plans that he's given you, it will never happen. How many people do you think God has created and has said, I have called this one to be so-and-so? I have called this one to be so-and-so. I have called this one to do that. And if they never do it, does that mean that they'll do it? No. I mean, that might sound like a crazy question to you, but I'm asking because you really have to think about that. If God called you to this, whatever his plan is for your life, let's say he's called you to be uh, a bit a pastor. If you never ask him and never ask him for wisdom, if you never move forward and you never pray over it, how's it going to happen? Because you can't do this in your flesh, my friends. This is all supernatural. God, when he gives you a plan, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. 
That's one of my favorite sayings. I've heard my own pastor say that. He does not call the equipped. He equips the called. So you don't know anything about what he's called you to do. You might know one or two things, but you can't carry it out on your own. But that's how mighty God is. If you will ask him, he will show you and he's going to be the one to carry it out. You're going to just be obedient to him. Praise be to God. So I say to you today, keep moving forward. That's the very last thing that I have to share with you. Keep moving forward. Do not stop. Do not move backwards. Do not look backwards. Do not let people pull you backwards. Move forward in what God has called you to do. Remember, it's got to be what God said, not what you think, but what you know he said. And that, my friends, will give you victory. In Jesus Christ, all these things must be done in Jesus Christ, not in your own strength. I warn you, if you do it in your own strength, you will make a mess of it and it will not glorify God and it will not be his work. It will be yours. And your work, my work, is nothing but dung. Didn't Paul talk about all of the things he accomplished and said that they were all but dung? We want to glory in Christ Jesus. We glory in our infirmities. Why? Because it gives God the glory. To Jesus be all the praise. And that's what I have for you today. God bless you. Well, my friends, that's it for today. You sweet, sweet people of God. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's such a blessing and a pleasure to be with you. And I hope and pray that that blessed you. The Lord God is so faithful and it always blesses me what the Lord puts in my heart to share. You know, I ask him, what should I share with your sweet, sweet people? And when he tells me, I'm always amazed. I'm always amazed because it's him. It's him. It's not me. There's only one Holy Spirit and he's not me. I'm just doing what I've been told to do. Praise be to God. I give glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. To Jesus be all the praise. Hallelujah. Well, as we close here today, I want to pray for you. And we're going to be praying for the persecuted Christians around the world. We're going to be praying for my nation, America, and your nations as well. And praying for our leaders because these are all the things that we've been called to pray for. So remember also, I want to invite each and every one of you to come and join me online on Facebook on Thursday afternoon at 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the prayer meeting. We do this every Thursday and we come together. And I want you to come and pray with your prayer requests for your nation, for the people of God, for the unsaved, for the world, for our leaders in our nations, the body of Christ, because God has called us together. He didn't call you to just come watch me pray. He called you to pray with me. Hallelujah. 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 Because he has something that he wants to do through you, through your life. He's got something he wants to do through mine, through yours, through your neighbors, through your daughter, through your sons. Let's be obedient and let's come together. So you can follow me, find me on Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, Instagram, or YouTube, and you'll be able to join in with a prayer meeting on Thursday. Hallelujah. And the other thing is that we prepare as a unified group, hallelujah, the body, and we prepare our hearts by fasting for 10 hours before. So if you're on the East Coast in America, that would be 215 
p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe that's 4.15 a.m. You probably won't be awake at that time anyway, but uh, we begin by fasting for, uh, for 10 hours. So find out whatever time 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is for you. You can even go to Google to find out. Uh, 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the East Coast, Eastern Standard Time, uh, America, and find out what time it is for you so you can join us right on time and you can also fast with us in unity. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We glorify your precious name. We give you praise and honor, and I thank you for everything you've done here today. You've touched the hearts of your people. This is all about you, Lord Jesus. To Jesus be all the praise. Hallelujah. And all God's people said, Thanks. Hallelujah. And in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we lift up the persecuted Christians. Hallelujah. We lift up the persecuted Christians in Germany right now. Father God, I don't know what's going on over there, but Lord, there are things happening in the name of Jesus and in Finland as well. There are things happening where the governments are persecuting Christians. Hallelujah. Including China. I know about what's going over there, but Father God, you know bigger, you know better, you know everything. So the little bit I know we lift up before you and we just pray right now as your Holy Spirit leads that you will touch your persecuted church and that you will strengthen them, Lord God. Even today, again, Lord God, let them know that you are right there. Strengthen them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they will continue to keep their eyes on you. To you who is the prize, Christ Jesus is the prize. Christ Jesus is our Lord, is our Savior. And we ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to give them boldness and strength that they will continue to preach your gospel. Even move them out of the prisons, Lord God. They have been, many have been unjustly imprisoned. Their jobs have been taken away from them, many of them. Many of them have been persecuted in business. We ask you right now in the name of Jesus to move mightily. Father God, take them out of prisons, save the people around them by their testimony in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we ask you to give them joy. Hallelujah. Joy in you in the name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up our nation, America, right now, Lord God. There had been turmoil, but you are the God, and you are not a God of confusion. So we ask you to take all of the confusion and straighten it out in the name of Jesus. Bring it all to the forefront, every truth. Bring it out in the open in the name of Jesus so that you will get the glory. In the name of Jesus, I lift up each and every nation here, Lord God, around the world. And I ask you right now to do the same because Father God, there is craziness happening around the world, but you are the God who is the God of all of the universe and you are not a God of confusion. So straighten it out. And we pray for each leader of every nation, Father God. I lift them up. I lift up my leader. And I ask you in the name of Jesus to move in their hearts. Those Christians, Lord, strengthen them, Father God. Donald Trump is a Christian. Strengthen him. Open up his eyes, Lord God. Draw him closer to you in the name of Jesus, Father God. Those nations, Lord God, that are being led by brand new baby Christians, Lord, like mine, Lord God, or nations that are being led by people who are no, not Christians or who fell away, Father, turn their hearts to you you, that they may honor you in everything that they do. We give you praise and honor. We give you glory. And I please to plead the blood of Jesus over your sweet people at the sound of my voice, their families, their homes, and their properties, Lord God, over their businesses, their finances, and their ministries, over their realms of influence, over their relationships, and over everything you've ordained for them in their lives. In the name of precious Jesus, 
We love you, Lord God. We give you praise and honor. And we thank you because you've done it all. Everything we prayed for and more. In Jesus' name and all God's people said amen, amen, and amen. Well, hallelujah. Thank you for joining me. And God bless you. Well, one other thing I want to share with you is just apologizing. We ran a few minutes late here today, broadcasting by 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please forgive me for that. I hope and pray that you can, and I hope and pray that you will enjoy this episode. So God bless you and join me again tomorrow, Lord willing. I love you. Bye-bye. Well, sweet people of God, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. Tune in tomorrow for a new and fresh word from the Lord for you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian signing off. God bless you and to Jesus be all the praise.